the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Safe to say our nation is in a moral crisis. So what are we to do about it? Find out this week on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. From Valley Bible Church, here in Hercules. Hi there, and welcome to today's broadcast of Truth For Today. As we begin the week, we do so continuing our series called Nation in Moral Crisis. So what are some of the answers to the moral crisis we find ourselves in the midst of, especially here in our own country? Well, as we're seeing today, it starts at home. So who really is running your home? Are you as parents or children or someone else? Let's talk about that. Here's Pastor Phil Howard with today's broadcast of Truth For Today. Uh, inflexible, the inflexible home. Oh, I'll just name them, we'll develop them later. Controlling home, anger usually. Ungrateful, pessimistic. I, I'm not glad to be here. Non-affectionate. Uh, where there's not a continual environment of affection, affirmation, and I would say appropriate touch, some way of communicating we're more than just two people. Uh, Distrustful, self-centered, performance-oriented. A home where, uh, this is the perfectionistic home, that we only talk about the child that makes the honor roll. And if they don't make the honor roll, uh, they are disgraced, they're shamed. And you've got a, a lot of this in a lot of cultures. This child is only as good as they perform. God forbid you ever get an afflicted child or ever get an average child. God forbid. This is the boy that's got to play sports because his dad loves sports. But this kid doesn't love sports. He likes to write. Well, we don't have any use. You've got to be what I want. You've got to make us look good. So you're not valued for who you are. And... um, Unforgiving home, inconsistent, uh, showing positive emotions. Uh, I have gone to school with so many guys that when you say the word emotions, all they think of is a weakling or a charismatic. They They can't spell emotions. Because they've been stuffing so long and have never had any positive emotions. Emotions are all negative, anger. Bitterness, resentment. They don't think of love, joy, peace, uh, acceptance. It's a totally different vocabulary. Now, what does the New Testament say? It says when God saves you, and let me just summarize since we want to get to Ephesians. Ephesians 4 and Colossians 3, it does something in both those. You miss it. And uh, is that in that, one is put off 
these negative behaviors. Put off anger, put off this and put off that. And put on this, which is created in Christ. What is it saying? It's saying, when you come into the new life in Jesus Christ, you must put off old behaviors tied to the old life. That's family life too. Personal habits, the way you used to relating, maybe a man and woman, uh, relational. See, to me, the wisdom of Proverbs and maturity in a believer, a whole lot of it is not how much Bible knowledge you have, but how much skill you have in getting along with people. Biblical wisdom in Proverbs is the skill to cope with all kinds of people. Fools, angry, drunks, seductive, on and on. It's not an IQ test. The fool in Proverbs doesn't lack IQ. He lacks moral judgment. He can be brilliant in IQ and not have the divine perspective in his decisions. Do you follow? The, the, the wise man in Proverbs isn't the highest in the class GPA. That has nothing to do with that. It has something about moral decision making. How they choose to relate to people. Well, Ephesians and Colossians keeps telling us, when you come to the new life in Christ, he wants you to put off these old patterns and put on new. Now, let's look at young people. They, they, uh, they're fighting the moral battle. Maybe they've been promiscuous. Maybe they're 21. Marriage is on a, a downward slide now. M more people, less marriages every year. More people just choose to live with each other. But even if you just choose to live with each other without a license, you still are going to have the relational battle. A one night stand, it's over. You just might fight over who paid for the evening meal, but it's over. No obligations, walk out the door, clean and free. I don't have to put up with your personality. But you mean we want to move in together? Oh, man. That's a different proposition. You mean you want to live with me day in and day out? I think I do. But if I decide I don't, let's not be messy and get a divorce. Let's just walk. So this is on the increase in America. Uh, couples living together, no marriage. Because they want to be able to walk anytime it gets a little rough. Okay, so what patterns did you bring to your marriage that would make it succeed? Now, look at Ephesians, what he's telling these believers. They need to have a Christian home. It begins a series in verse 18. He's commanding all these here in the church. He's talking to the church. Stop getting drunk with wine. Ephesus was known for the wine goddess Dionysus. Oftentimes you got drunk when you went to the temple. So wine had a prevalent uh, way in that city. Stop getting drunk. It's dissipating your energies. But continually be getting yourselves filled with the Spirit. Get under his control. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, what effect will that have? Well, let me tell you. I'm going to tell you some immediate effects. And then I'm going to give you some relational effects of coming under his control. I'm going to tell you some things through verse 21 
that will happen when you come under the control of the Spirit. Then I'm going to tell you what it looks like in a marriage. Then I'm going to tell you what it looks like with kids. Then I want to tell you what it looks like on the job. And then I want to tell you what it looks like when Satan comes against you. The rest of the book. Look what spirit filling will immediately produce in someone under his control. Watch what it does. Um, Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Wow, that seems weird. Speaking. Speaking in tongues. Didn't say that. What is the content of your speech? Psalms, hymns, and as a whole, were the Psalms, 150 of them. But hymns were basically praise vertical songs. There is music to be sung to one another. Colossians 3, when we sing, we ought to admonish one another in our singing. So there are verses in the Bible that says we sing to one another. But this is vertical singing. You're going vertical. You're singing psalms. And you're singing hymns and spiritual songs, which, uh, I don't know, spirit-produced songs in the congregation, they were writing the songs, whatever. The idea is, I'm speaking to one another, but my speech is positive, and my speech is something that glorifies God. And it will edify the believer. So he changes my mouth and the substance of what I talk about. Would that be fair? Or am I making that up? My speaking has changed. I have different message to speak about. Do you have a quote scripture to one another? Uh, I meet with, uh, I can't tell you who, uh, but I meet with certain people, uh, their relatives and different ones. They're an inch deep. Uh, I never hear a verse. I never, a lot of Christians I meet with, you never hear a verse. And, And see, I grew up with people that talked it all the time. So when I get with uh, people that never talk it, I think, wow, what's your problem? I I was with you all day, and I never heard a verse. You talk about what you're full of, right? Jesus, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Well, anyway, that's too convicting. Let's go on. Uh, Singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. This doesn't mean you're on the worship team. God forbid. Most of you have no business up here. But you're singing anyway. Because it's a heart attitude. It's coming from your heart. And you're singing vertically to the Lord. He says it. I'm not making it up, am I? This is not a music conference. He's talking about the spirit-filled life. Uh, Always griping. Oh, give it. Thank you. Giving thanks for it. Do you think you may have had a scribal error there for some things? For all. Other words, a spirit-filled people puts off a radiance of thanksgiving. They won't be setting in on gripe fest. They will not gripe. They got too much to be thankful for. The complainers in the church, I know they're not under the Spirit's control. Spirit-filled people give off the aura of thanksgiving. I'm too thankful for what God... 
you know, my own home, because my father was a depression survivor. Every night at the job, uh, uh, at, at the table, we'd hear this, and I thank you, uh, dear Lord, for Henry Biggie for letting me work. Henry Biggie is over on 98th Avenue in San Leandro, runs a huge ironwork company, Cranes. You see them all over the Bay Area. My dad knew what it was to stand at a gate all day and never be hired. And when he was hired, he got paid for a dollar for the day. You did not hear him complain about his employer. Because he faced starvation in Kansas. And he begged for a job. Us brats. Us complainers. Us pessimists. The spirit is not in control of a murmur. It's what ruined Israel in the wilderness. Everybody murmured against God and Moses. It's a sin. It's as bad as immorality in the sight of God. Get rid of the murmurs. Contend for unity. Is there anything God's doing for you that you can give him thanks for? When the spirit's controlling your heart, the theme of your heart will be thanksgiving, 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 thanksgiving. And then, get this, what he says. And he doesn't have any marriage in view yet. And be submitting one to another in the fear of Christ. You've got to be kidding. Submitting one to another. I ain't submitted to anybody, honey. I'm a self-made man. I don't submit. Well, if I do, it'd be to God. But don't you put any middlemen in there. And be submitting, all you women that is. Do the women ever see the men submit in this church? Could you men teach your wife how to submit? I said, could you men teach the women how to submit? Have they ever seen it in you? Hot shot. You're going to tell her to submit. When did you start submitting? I can't hear you. Please say, oh me. What's that all about? I ain't submitting to anybody. I know because the Spirit of God isn't running your life. And he doesn't run your home. If he can't run you, homes are made up of people. Your home is no better than you. Because I'm talking to husbands and wives. Your home is the external display of what's going on in your heart. Submitting. I see some people have never grown because they can't follow instructions. They've got an unteachable spirit, an unsubmissive spirit. And so, they're running their own life. God's not in charge. Now he moves from this personal evidence. Wait. This is going to another book. Are you able to turn? Can, can you turn pages? Do, I mean, you, you got the strength to do it? Right, right back. One book. Go, go easy. We don't want the binding to break. Go back. Chapter 5 of Galatians. A spirit-led person. What do they look like? Verse 16. I say... Live your life by means of the Spirit. Walk is your life. The way you order your life. Live your life by means of the Holy Spirit. 
And you will not carry out the strong desires of your fallen sin nature. Okay? Well, what does the sin nature act like? Well, it gets angry, it envies, it gets drunk, it's immoral, it's full of strife, jealousy, disputes, dissensions, factions. Why is there always an argument when you show up? Because you're walking after the flesh. You're a factious, divisive, non-unifying person. You're in sin, and no one's told you. We call it church life. I vote my own conscience. So what? When did your conscience start running God's house? How about voting God's conscience? Do it the biblical way. Well, you know, I, I'm a giver here. I've got a right to tell. No, you don't. You have no rights when you acknowledge you are owned and bought by Christ. He's the only one that should have rights around here. Yes, amen. This isn't about my rights. He bought the church. And I'm like McGee. If you don't like God's universe, create one of your own. He's Lord of his creation. Now watch. He says, walk. Now, how do you know if you're under the Spirit's control? Verse 22. The fruit of the Spirit. Let me tell you something about fruit. I I was ready to cut down my apricot tree this year. I've had three years, no fruit. And I'm not watering a tree that doesn't put out. Okay. Now I hadn't fertilized it for years. I barely watered it. Barely. You know, I still want the fruit whether I take care of it or not. You know. So I'm a selfish landowner. But fruit, fruit is life, life on display. Is that, can you get that? It's life on display. When that apricot came out this year, we had a great crop. It bothers me the birds got so many. But I would just say when the birds were up there knocking them off, I said, well, God's got to keep his promise. He said he'd feed them. But I want him to feed him with my neighbor's tree. <laughs> but it's sanctified fruit. It belongs to a preacher. Uh, but fruit is life on display. The fruit of the Spirit is the life of the Spirit on display. And the life of the Spirit is the life of Christ that he's making visible in us. Remember, Christ is now invisible. He wants to be visibly seen. He has sent the Spirit, make my character on display. And what will Christ's character look like if you're depending on the Spirit? It will look like this. Said, whoa, this person has love, joy, peace. Now that is personal inside stuff. I, I'm, I've got an attitude of love. I'm, I feel uh, I'm sacrificial in my attitude towards God and others. I've got this peace. I've got joy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy in the Lord. Uh, Robert Mushane said the first duty of his life was every morning to make himself happy in God. Are you moody in the morning? Learn to make yourself happy. Starbucks can't do it ultimately. You'll need God's help. Uh, Two, notice. And it produces patience. And you know what patience means? Putting up a long time with people. It enables you to put up with people how they drive you batty. Because this is a people word here. Uh, There's one, patience and suffering. But this is patience with people. And uh, 
I love God, I just can't stand people. Not possible. When you're right with God, he gives you a people tolerance. Isn't that a terrible way to say it? Kindness, goodness. And then he'll produce in you faithfulness, which is reliability. You'll do what you say. Gentleness, and that word gentleness uh, is a word that was used of mellow wine or of a tamed horse. Uh, Are you mellow to be around? And this word was used to describe Jesus in Matthew 11. That when you're in my yoke, I'll teach you to be gentle and humble. And I tell you, most of my life, I've run around with type A personalities. And there's not a gentle bone in them. They're ready to break your neck. Could you imagine, say, I I lived in Richmond and San Pablo. Everybody's gentle. Stop your lying, boy. No. But he said... God will teach you to be gentle, mellow out. And and the proof of this is kids were always drawn to Jesus. Kids never get around impatient people. They know they better run from the woods. Well, that's a little clue of what you'd look like if the Spirit's controlled. Now, let's take this to marriage. First of all, you've got to take care of you. Now we come over here and I got this wife. And in Ephesians 5, he picks on her first. But I don't think if you ask Jesus, he'd think he's picking on anyone. He said, no, let me just describe how it works out. And primarily, he says, the wife in a Christian marriage will submit, submissively follow the Lord. And in her submission to the Lord, she will even submit to an imperfect husband. Now, watch this. Watch this. Christ, who was never married, never married, he models both things he's going to tell us. He he emphasizes submission with the wife and sacrifice with the husband. And he said, I model both submission and I submitted to the Father's will to sacrifice myself for sinners. So, he wants both of these on display in a Christian home, and she gets the great privilege of living out the sacrificial love of God, or rather the submissive love of God, and the husband lives out the sacrificial love of God. They're both. They both take the Holy Spirit. They're not natural to any of us. Because we can subjugate a woman, as the Near East did, uh, uh, treat her as property, Treat her inhumanely. She's good for uh, babies and meals and uh, property. Uh, but she, none of this valuing her like he's going to tell the man to do. But if you make a person submissive. So when you put a gun to my head and tell me to do something, I'll probably do whatever you tell me. But it won't be submissive. It's subjugation. And so we've not been called to subjugate our wife. Did you know what's interesting? Listen, men, I I hate to tell you this. You may not be here next week, so we're going to take another offering. The father never made the son submit. Never one time. Unless you've got a verse. When did the father ever say to the son, you've got to submit. You've got to submit. 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 I said submit. Where? Where? Show me the verse. And husbands, hear this. 
You never need to tell your wife to submit. You're not big enough to make her submit. You're not told to make her submit. That's between her and God. Can you trust the Holy Spirit to do for her what he's not yet doing through you? And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard, the ministry of Valley Bible Church here in Hercules. As we conclude our time together today, we would invite you to contact us if you have questions, comments about the broadcast. Maybe you have a question about your own walk and relationship with the Lord or a prayer request. We'd love to hear from you. Please get in touch with us today. Now, we have a couple of ways to do so. The easiest might be simply visiting our website, truthfortodayradio.org. You can drop us an email. We have other means of contact that you'll find there at truthfortodayradio.org. We also have a lot of resource materials available for your growth and relationship with Christ. Our design and desire is to see that you grow in Christ, grow according to His knowledge and grace. Any way we can help, well, that's why we're here. So stop by truthfortodayradio.org or simply give us a call, 855 833-9864. Again, you can reach us at 855-833-9864. Please bear in mind as you contact us that this is a listener-supported ministry. As you link arms with us financially, we're able to continue the ministry here on this radio station. Prayerfully consider how you might get involved in the ministry of Truth For Today, won't you? 855-833-9864 or write to us. Our address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. And that website, once again, truthfortodayradio.org. It is a pleasure spending time with you in God's Word. We trust we'll see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.